<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back again. Back again. I just got back. I literally, literally, literally just got back. Before I even begin, man, give a shout out to my co-host, Water, man. Water is out here, man. Water is life. Mm. Water is smooth life, man. I don't care what y'all talking about out there, man. Water is life, man. Everything, everything that y'all talking about pales in comparison to the importance of this simple thing right here. It's everything, man. Whatever business deals you talking about, whatever relationship issues you talking about, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you talking about pales in comparison to the importance of this. Oh, I want y'all to fully take that in, man. Whatever you talking about pales in comparison. Yeah, I got to pick the kids up. He's struggling in school, blah, blah, blah. I just don't know. I just don't know about him. You know, it's just, it's not working. Oh, man, you know what I'm saying? I got a business deal. I got to close. It still pales in comparison to water, man. Just want to put that out there, man. Anyway, just got back, man. Fresh back. In L.A., man, I was in Chicago uh, for three days, and uh, it was good to be back, man. It was good to be back. I hadn't been to Chicago since. I was there real quick, like an overnight thing, because they messed up on my flight, but I don't don't count that. So last time I was really in Chicago, like for real, for real, was 2007. 2007, man, so it's been crazy long. Crazy long bay. I got booked to do Riddles Comedy Club out there in uh, Alsip, Illinois. And uh, I had two shows Sunday night. I got out there Sunday, flew out there Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Got the good old Southwest ticket. You know what I mean? Want to get away joint. Think about Southwest, man. It's open seating, man. Every man and woman for themselves in the Southwest, man. You get on there first. You got your pick of the litter, man. But you get in that C-section. Uh, C-section, no uh, no pregnancy. You get in that C-section when you're bored? Oh, man, good luck with that. Good luck with that middle seat you about to get. Or sitting in the back by the bathroom. If you get C, if you get C-50 anything, man, you might as well just sit up there with the pilots or sit in the bathroom. That's your seat. Sit on the toilet, man. You might as well, man. So, um, so I was in the B group on my flight out there. Like, woo, B group. Got my window. Got my precious window seat. The window seat is everything for me, man. The window seat is every goddamn thing. Because I don't get up to go to the bathroom. And I just chill. I can lean on that window, go to sleep. Sleep is raggedy now on flights. I used to be able to knock out on the flight, but now my sleep is so raggedy. I can't get, I can't get my neck together, man. I can't get the, the position. I cannot get the position right, man, to fully, like, go in on sleep. Because I used to knock out. Now I'm just like, oh, oh, ah, 
Ah. You feel like I was crammed in the crate, man. Crammed. Anyway, the flight out the flight out was smooth. Uh pre pre TSA pre finally worked for me. Uh so that was dope. They looked through my bag. Ugh. They don't know what they be looking for, man. Just, just send me through, man. And then on the way, uh it's weird. I'll be packing the same stuff. Sometimes they look, sometimes they don't. I'll be like, man, y'all are inconsistent as hell, man. Um Yeah, man, Southwest. Southwest you can get some deals up in that mug, man. It's just that seeding. It's a gamble. That seeding is a gamble, man. That's the only thing. And bags fly free. Bags fly free. Come on now. Um, flew out to Chicago. Got out there Sunday afternoon. Rented a car. And uh, I immediately hit my old living quarters, man. I hit I hit my old neighborhoods immediately, man. Just to, just to reminisce. I wanted to take... I wanted to take my peeps on my little journey of how I came up and where I was living and all that good stuff. And, um, yeah, man, I hit up uh, 36th Street first between Wabash and Michigan, where we live. Had a lot of memories there. A lot of fights. Witnessed the murder right there. Um, Some family issues during that time. Porn. Introduction. Um... Just, and I, I looked at the school that I went to. It looks better now than it did then. It's a, it goes up to a higher grade now. The projects are going from across the way. And I was just like, man, it's different but the same. The townhouses look exactly the same. They look well kept up. Because you got to remember, man, I was, I was living there in like, I think we moved out of there in 87. So from 87 till now, that's 30 years. It still looked the same, if not better. And I was like, wow, okay, way to hold up. Way to hold up, townhouses on 36th Street between Wabash and Michigan, South Chicago. So White Sox Park was looking lavish. Um, It was called Comiskey Park at the time when I was there. Um, Tito, this dude with a jerry curl lied to me and my friends saying he was Tito Jackson right there on the porch. He was walking through the neighborhood. We was like, yo, look at that lush curl. He's like, yeah, kids, I'm Tito Jackson. We was like, oh, it's Tito Jackson, y'all. We didn't know what they really just cutting this grass. But I, I ain't got time to, I ain't got time to pause and, and go to the window and shut it, man. You know what? I'm going to pause and go to the window and shut it. Hold on, man. Hold tight, y'all. Okay, we're back. They finally cut down all that noise. I had to go out there and let them know, man. Hey, man, I'm in here doing a podcast, man. Turn it off. Turn it off. He's like, I'm just doing my job, doesn't it, man? Turn it off. Man, matter of fact, man, give, me, give me your equipment, man. Took his equipment. I was like, man, give me this. I just broke it in half, dog. He had one of those leaf blowers. I broke it in half. Then I ate it. Washed it down with water. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'll reimburse you. But today, the shit stops now. And I broke it in half, man. Took his little jet pack off, threw it in the alley, then I peed on it. That's what I just did. That's why I put it on pause. I went out there to handle that for y'all, for verbal cardio, man. We ain't got time for the noise. All right? 
Sorry, sir, if you listen to the podcast, I apologize. I'm going to get you a new leaf blower. But you should have known better than to cheat a friend. Wasted chance that I, I don't know what the rest of the words was, the careless whisper, but it just felt right in the moment. Anyway, man, Chicago, man. First of all, let me, let, me, let me post this. I was going through the city reminiscing about the stuff I used to do as a kid. And uh, so I posted, we used to grab booties uh, back in the day as kids. Like, I used to do it seventh and eighth grade. Probably more so seventh. Eighth grade, I kind of was like, uh, what am I doing? Um, seventh grade. So that's what all the kids are doing, booty grabbing, you know, the girls. And uh, I posted that, and people got offended on Instagram. I can see why, you know, it's, uh, it's sexual assault. At the time, I didn't I didn't look at it that way, of course. But it, it, And I said that in the post. I was like, yo, it's sexual assault today. It was sexual assault then, but, you know. When you're a kid, you don't think like that. You know what I mean? You think it's all fun and games. And, you know, if the girl didn't sock you in the mouth and hugged you after, you thought, all right, this is, this is. Like nobody ever, nobody ever made us feel horrible for doing it unless they got punched in the mouth and then they got that lesson that they needed, which probably carried on in their life from then, then forward. People got mad at me in the comment section. Like, yo, yo, I'm unfollowing you, man. This is This is not funny. This is. But before that, I posted that, you know, I, I fought Jeremiah, I punched him in the back of the head and ran. This is assault also. Nobody got mad, nobody unfollowed, nobody said, this is not funny. You do stupid shit as a kid. Like, you know, I was doing, like, I fought a lot. I fought. I fought girls, fist fought girls growing up. Would I do it today? Absolutely not. I would never even fathom fighting a girl. When I was a kid, I just, you know, it was what it did. Girls was fighting us and winning. So we supposed to sit there and be gentlemen and take the ass whooping? Nah. We just going to fight y'all like, like men. But we just fought, fist fought girls. So it was, just, it was just a different mindset when I was younger, man. But uh, it just got me to thinking like, man, you know. And it's valid. It's valid. Like grabbing, touching on girls. That's wrong in any age frame. But at the time, like when you're a kid, you don't you don't think of it like that. Until, you know, and it wasn't like your parents should have sat you down. It wasn't like I was doing it in front of my mom. You know, it wasn't it was just at school then, you know. And then uh it was just that. It was just at school, you know. And uh Yeah, so it was like, but people was really good, I'm unfollowing you. I was like, Why why do you announce that you unfollow? Just unfollow. Like I don't need the announcement. You know what I mean? But did all kinds of dumb stuff as a kid. When I said I got jumped, and I do everything jokingly. Like me me telling people I got jumped, you would think, man, I got jumped. You know, I was just out here. I got jumped. And I make light of pain. I make light of of, of things that, that aren't considered uh, the best thing to do or whatever. That's what comedians do. For better or for worse, that's what we do. And, like, you know, I made the joke out of the booty grabs. And would I want my daughter's booty grab? Absolutely not. I don't want my daughter's booty grab when she's a grown woman and her husband took a picture with her and his hand is on her booty. I'm pulling up. But, you know, I, I if I if I had the 
shoot my daughter's husband with a shotgun, I'm going to talk about it jokingly afterwards because I'm a comedian, man. And, like, you know, me getting jumped. At the time I was getting jumped, it wasn't a good time, man. I wasn't having a good time. It hurt my feelings. It hurt. It physically hurt. But I talk about it now jokingly because, you know, we laugh at the pain. We laugh at the darkness. And uh, But nobody got offended. Nobody was like, I'm, I'm unfollowing you because you're making light of you getting jumped. I'm unfollowing you because you assaulted that boy when you punched him in the back of the head. If you brought me on charges of everything I did as a kid, I would have been easily in jail a lot. You know what I'm saying? Burning ants. I burned an ant one time with a magnifying glass. I shoplifted from Walmart. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I stole Whoppers. You know, you do dumb shit. And, and, the, and the Walmart theft and the Whoppers, that's, I got really no excuse for that because I was grown then. Really no excuse. This other stuff was like, you know, but but don't don't try to make me out like I'm out here molesting kids or drugging women or, you know, raping. Nah, it, not even close. I was just, we were just doing what, what everybody was doing. It wasn't like I was the token, yo, Tony grabs booties, yo. It was like every boy, everybody was grabbing. Girls was grabbing. It was, it was ridiculous. Like, we was really out here sexually assaulting one another. Like, when you think, when you think back, I'm like, man. But, you know, you learn from it. You, you instill in your kids that, you know, that's not cool. And we live in a different day and age now. We live in the information age. I grew up in the 80s. Wasn't no internet. Wasn't no, you know what I'm saying? And so, and you know, the stuff we grew up with, everything wasn't, you know, legit. You know what I mean? So, but I'm not going to sit here and, and, and mope and put on the extra sad face and, like, you know, sit and wallow in the pity of it. Um, you learn. You learn from it. And that's what I did, and that's, you know, my actions show that throughout life. But if you got offended and unfollowed, then you probably won't even hear this podcast. If you if you did unfollow, but you still come to my page, and now your feelings is re-hurt because I might post a clip of this, and you're like, oh, you talking about me? Well, then, hey, man, look, I, I, made, I made a joke of it because I make a joke about all the pain. Get mad at me for making a joke about getting jumped. Get mad at me for making a joke about getting robbed. I got robbed, too. My mom got mugged, hitting the eye. I come running out there like I'm about to do something. <laughs> like, who out here? I was little. Shirt was off. My little fat stomach. Boy, get your butt in there. I was like, who wants some? I would have went out there and got served up as well. Me and my mom would have been black-eyed in the mix. But when you look at the seriousness of it, oh, that's not funny, you know. Of course it's not funny, but... What can you do? We're going to wallow in the pain and just sit there and be hurt by it? Or are we going to make light of it so we can heal? That's, the, that's, that's what comedy is, man. And I'm very open about, you know, my life and, like, stuff like that. So even the stuff I should be ashamed of, I, you know, I'm going to just talk about it and, you know, add, put a little humor, humor spin on it. Just, just so it'll go down easy, man. I don't want y'all out here feeling sad all the time. I'll talk about, you know break-ins and drug use in the family and like you know i could go in on that we all get offended like man drugs ain't funny i know they ain't funny but i'm gonna make it funny because that's my job that's what i do anyway so there's that 
Um, there's that. And to the girl, to the to the girls, especially Katrina Wilson. To the girls' booties, I've grabbed at Ruggles, and that was the only school I was really grabbing booties. Ruggles, uh, I apologize. You know, definitely, I'm definitely a changed man. But if we're dating, I still grab booties. Like if we dating, I'm a booty grabber. Booty, booty grabber. I, that's me. I'm touchy feely. Um, I don't molest. Never molested. But, and you got to say that, man. People out here with some, they done did some real shit out here. Like, you know, people you fans of, I'm sure. I'm putting it all out there. I've never molested. I've never been molested. Um, if you consider feeling on a girl I'm dating or messing around, then okay, well, yes. But, you know, if you look real deep with a fine comb, everything's molestation and assault. You know, but if you my girl, your booty's getting grabbed. Sorry, I apologize if that offends anybody. That's just what I do, man. It's what I do. But Katrina Wilson, I apologize, you know, if you felt bad. I mean, you hug me afterwards every time. So I don't know. I don't know how to take it, you know what I'm saying? But Katrina Wilson. Katrina Wilson. Man, I remember Katrina. I had a huge crest on on Katrina Wilson, man. And she was like dark, this dark girl. She was like dark, 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 dark. Like she was steering wheel dark. You know, you know what I mean? Because people be like, Tony, you don't you don't like dark skinned women? I was like, yes I do. The first the first hard crush was well you know what? No, no, no. My first crush was Malika Teague. Malika Teague was my first crush. She uh she lived in the townhouses I went to on 36th Street. And uh, me and my boy Leon wrote her a joint love letter. Like, we collabed on it, man, because we both liked her. But it was me, Leon, and Robert. We were the three best of friends. Me and Leon, we were like the fat boys. I was like, if you remember the fat boys, it was each one was fatter than the other. And I was the least fat of the three. But, you know, we was all... Chubbed out out here, so I was like, the, I was like the Prince Marky D of the trio, and so we like Malika Teague, and uh, she moved to the neighborhood. She was just mad cool, man. Her and her sister Falami, and uh, I remember they moved into the neighborhood. Their mom's name was Rita. I forget what Pop's name was. They were just a, they were just a good family, you know what I'm saying? But they didn't live there long. Um, but man, you know, hanging out, we hanging out tough. And I was like, yo, I like Malika, man. Yo, me, me too, though. And I remember all three of us, we were like, yo, Malika, man. Yeah, yeah, Malika. And so we all um <laughs> we were all talking about her and stuff like that. And then Leon and Robert started arguing um in front of Malika. Now this this is the time frame when you were a kid. You didn't want the person you liked to know that you liked them. It was just mad, embarrassing. You didn't want to put the risk in the air. Same way women women still do this today. Grown women like I don't want him to know. I don't want to. I don't want to say nothing first. Y'all still do this, but back then, boys didn't even do it either. So we were like, oh man. So they started arguing with one another while Malika was out there, and they put each other on blast that they like Malika. That's why you like Malika. Well, you like her too. Arguing right in front of her. And I was just like, oh, this is getting awkward. 
And I didn't want them to dine me out though. Like I didn't want I didn't want her to know I liked her at the time. I was like, please, please don't dime your boy out. Please don't dime me out, fellas. Just don't do this. Don't do this, fellas. And uh, yeah, man. So they didn't dime me out. So fast forward a little bit. And uh, so we write, me and Leon go in, write her a joint love letter. Leon had that prime time handwriting. So we had him write it out. I was sitting there like, yeah, say this. Say this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got, I got a way with words out here. You know what I'm saying? We sent, we write the joint love letter, put it in a little, in a little, uh, little envelope. They had some little Care Bears cards out there. Use the Care Bear. Boom. Put it in there. So we deliver it to her uh, townhouse. And like where we live, it's just everything was just doors down. Um, if you saw my Snapchat on 36th Street, you saw how close everything was. So it was like I lived like kind of on the corner. Leon was in the middle, and then Malika was towards the other corner, but not all the way. So Leon lived closer to Malika than I did, and I was on the far end. So we go to her crib, drop the letter off. You know, me and him went together, dropped the letter off. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is for Malika, you know what I mean? They went in the house, closed the door. And me and Leon was like, let's get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? So then Leon's mom busts out on cue like, Leon, get in this house. And he's like, oh, snap. He must have he did something. He in trouble now. So we go over there. We get to Leon's door. And his mom's like, no, nah, uh-uh, you can't come in, Anthony. Sorry, but I got to. She slams the door. So I'm not. Now I'm stuck outside. And nobody's at my house. And I don't have a key. So I'm pretty much just stuck outside. And I'm just like. Uh, and then Malika and her sister come busting out of the out of the apartment, skipping and dancing and like y'all like Malika and they skipping and singing and they just skipping around. And I'm just like mortified because I'm on the porch taking it. I'm supposed to be in hiding. She's supposed to look outside. Oh, they was cute for this. Where they at? I got to sit there and take it solo. Me and Leon went in jointly on this love letter. Now I'm sitting there taking it. Oh, I was so embarrassed, man. I was just like, ah, yeah, well, you know. Leon wrote most of He felt most of the feelings. I was just there. Yeah, oh, crap. You know, mind you, like, being grown now, I'm like, yeah, I wrote it. You know what I'm saying? But then... You didn't want to be caught. I was like, ah. So I took that to the face. And uh, Malika and them moved away, man. They moved, like, shortly after that. They moved to Atlanta, man. I was mad sad that they moved. I was like, y'all moving? Because me and Malika had a good rapport, man. I I think, because I, I can't remember if she confirmed it or not. I think she liked me, too. I don't want to be, you know, out here tooting my own horn. Like, yeah, she like me too. I think she did. And so we would definitely, you know, hit it off later on down the line. But they moved, man. They moved to Atlanta, man. I was like, oh, man, come on. Moved to Atlanta. Um, I remember hearing that their mom had got real sick. And uh, I want to say she passed away. I hope I'm mistaken, but I want to say their mom passed away. Um... Yeah, but man, I was like, man, they moved away. 
Like, it was another girl in the townhouse. Her name was Adriana. Me and her fought. That was our introduction to each other. We fought. Because, like, when her and her family was walking past the porch, I was clowning. Man, look at y'all, man. I don't know what I was saying about them. They was, they was a family. They all had, like, a weird eye. And I think I might have clowned on that or whatever. Then Adriana came on the porch, served my ass up, man. She socked me up a couple times. I wasn't ready for the sock up. And I was like, oh. And I was just on the porch, just law, took the L. I took the L. I lost to two girls in fights, three. And big Angie, big Angie. She was huge. She ended up sitting on me uh, at the end of the battle. Uh, to uh, Tamika, I think was her name. She lived next door to me. She was a lot older than me. But she socked me up. We we had a nice little fight too. We were we were getting it in, mixing it up. And right when she hit me in that eye that last time, like pow, I saw hearts. And I was like, yes. This is assault, people. This is assault. We assaulted one another. But you do dumb stuff as a kid. Um Yeah. Cause that was Maurice's older sister and uh I can't remember what she looked like. She was a dark girl, too, but I was like, yeah. Like, once she socked me up, I just laid there and was like, <laughs> yeah. Because before that fight, I didn't really like her like that, but once we fought, now, mind you, I don't remember why we fought. We just fought. We just fought growing up, man. I, I fought a lot. I fought my best friend, Leon, twice. Just I fought Robert. I, I just stole Robert in his face, man. Every anybody could get it. I fought my brother Scott all the time, man. It was just fight city, man. Anybody could get it, but Malika never got it because I was sweet on Malika. Adriana, man, she because uh, I used to stay. I used to go to Adriana and them house after I got out of school because her mom was always there, and I would sit at their house until my mom got off work, and I would always demand like a after school snack. Like you got you got after school snack. Oh, I've always been about this food. That's what y'all need to realize. I've always food has taken precedence over everything, man. That's that's a constant in my life. And I, you know, I was a butterball back in the day. So you know, after school, man, where my snack at? No matter where, no matter who I stayed with, yo, this this great and everything. Yes, yes, Mrs. Uh, Miss Rita, where's my snack? Like I want the snack, man. Where's the where's the where's the grilled cheese sandwich with the government cheese? I want it. That government cheese was nasty and good at the same time. How you gonna be nasty and good simultaneously? But yeah, man. I wonder I wonder how Malika's and Falami are doing now, man. Matter of fact, I think I found Falami one time. But then I lost contact. I, I feel like I found her. I don't know. I could be mistaken. Uh, but I wonder how they doing, what they look like. You know what I mean? Because that was a long time ago. That was the 80s, man. And a lot of kid, a lot of the kids I went to school with that I found on Facebook, they look older than me, man. They look, they look late 40s, early 50s out here. And I'm like, we the same age. Like, what happened, man? They living real lives out here, man. I don't know what happened. So I, I just wonder how everybody looks now. You know what I mean? Would I even recognize? I, I probably wouldn't even recognize uh, Malika now. Even if she was out here at a show, I wouldn't recognize. But that's crazy, man. The, the, the memories. And when I went to the townhouse, I wanted to go to the backyard area to show you where I lost my Spider-Man, where Robert used to live, where Leon lived, 
where I live, but it was people like out, and I didn't want to be weird out there shooting, you know, filming at their doorstep. Like, man, get your ass out of here. So I was like, ah, I just asked the kid, like, how long you lived here? He's like, three years. Then he kept dribbling. I wanted to get more information. But that, I think that townhouse was cursed at the time we were living there because it was a lot of, was a lot of like death involved in that in that townhouse. A lot of death involved, and uh, I'll touch on that. I'll break this. I'll break this issue. Uh, issue. I'll break this episode of Verbal Cardio into two episodes. We will call it Chicago, Chicago Booty Grabs, um, Part One and Two, because. Um, I got a lot more to say about Chicago and my trip out there. So, um, but I'm gonna end it for now because we've reached our uh, we've reached our limit time wise here at Verbal Cardio, and uh, I'll keep it going in the next episode of Verbal Cardio, and uh, tell you more about Chicago. And uh, yeah, and if you're still offended about me grabbing booties back in the day and making light of it, so you say, um, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you feel that way, but don't just don't make me out to be Predator McGee out here because that's not even not even close to what I am. So, but I'm not that dude to be like, oh, 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 come with the fake heartfelt apology about something that happened 40 years ago. Like when you really feel bad about something, you address it early on and you address it, you know, and then you you deal with it how you deal with it. I addressed that a long time ago, but anyway. I still feel bad for being a bully to Jeremiah, though. That's a big regret because I was mean, man. I was mean for a while because of what was going on at home. And uh, so I went through my little bully phase because I was just angry at, at a lot of stuff. Um, There's a lot of hurt there, so I would lash out. And uh, I regret, I super regret that. Super regret it, man. I'm like, look at this mean ass. You know I'm saying, oh, you don't know what I went through, you know. It's just funny how how people deal with their hurt and lash out at others. Like that's why now, like when I'm mad at somebody, it's focused, it's directed, man. You everything you go through in life, you should learn from. You should learn from, man. I learned from a lot, so I learned from like you know, lashing out at people that didn't deserve it. I learned, and I carry it with me today. I carry it with me today, people. But anyway, time is up. Uh, this is part one of the Chicago. Edition of Verbal Cardio, man. Uh, thank y'all, man. Shout out to Water, my co-host. And thank y'all for tuning in to another session of that Verbal Cardio.